In this episode of the Macworld Podcast, we'll talk about how the M processor is going to boost the Mac to new heights. What can we see in the new Mac Mini, iMac Pro, and Mac Pro? More processing power that'll make the old school chips even more nervous. It's all in today's show. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Hello. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. So, according to a recent tweet by Dylan KT, the iMac Pro is getting a processor that goes, quote, beyond M1 Max, unquote. Does this person have a good track record for this? Yeah, show? he does. He, okay. he, uh, he, was, he was on target with a bunch of stuff uh, last year. He, he kind of came out of nowhere. But he got a lot, a lot of things right, uh, more so than uh, like like John Prosser or something. You know, he he yeah. definitely has somebody somewhere that's feeding him reliable information. From what I understand with this one, it, there's a reference in the code to mm-hmm. a processor, a different M1 with more cores. M1 Max, yeah, yeah, with yeah. Uh, 12, 12 CPU cores, which would be higher. And you know, we we wrote that article. Uh, Roman wrote that article yesterday, and I tweeted it, and a bunch of people were like, "Well, duh." It's an iMac, but, but okay. But the 24-inch iMac had the exact same processor as the as the MacBook Air. So right, this one's faster. That is a change. That is different. <laughs> Something that yeah, I really, I honestly expected the 24-inch iMac to have just the M1, and then the 27 or whatever it is to have the Pro and Max. Yeah, right. That you suit. get to yeah. pick, and, and uh, this will apparently have a, have like at least one higher end option that's not found on the MacBook Pro. That's what that's what this this report says, and it'll cost you know forty five hundred dollars, and we won't buy it. But it's cool that it's there. <laughs> Do you think? Like, let's say this is true. Yeah, is this something where Apple is uh, disabling cores on the current chip, or would it be a completely I different? I cannot imagine they're making another piece of silicon for this. That right. would be very expensive. That's what and, I thought too. Uh, what's interesting to me is that on the M1 Pro, on the M1, they have four efficiency cores and four performance cores. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. And then, and they situationally, like on the lowest end model, just disable one of the performance cores. But on the Pro and the Max, they only have two efficiency cores. I think in silicon, they have four. It's that same block of four that they have. It's the same block from the CPU that they have in the regular M1. And maybe what this does is re-enable those two efficiency cores. It would be yeah. better if it was two performance cores. It would be weird to to have two efficiency cores on the on an iMac. Like, well, that wouldn't really it, help it, much. It, yeah, it doesn't make sense to have yeah. two more from a uh, designing and architecting CPUs standpoint. It doesn't. I I don't think they're disabling two. I don't think they have ten high-performance cores, and they're disabling two of them in the max. I think the efficiency block is the same block of four CPU cores that it is in the regular M1, and they're disabling two because on those high-end parts, they don't need it or whatever, and just to improve yields and stuff. So I wouldn't necessarily get too excited because I think there's a better-than-average chance that these are not two more performance cores. And if it is, that'll be awesome. I also think they'll be able to run up the clock speeds higher because it's not in a laptop. Right. Yeah, we we've seen that even on like on the A series chips. This most recent one, the A15, mm-hmm. they have A15. Is that we're on? Yeah, the the iPad Mini and the iPhone Pro and the iPhone uh, non Pro. They all have different um, 
different clock speeds based on what we've seen in benchmarks. Yeah, very slightly. Yeah, we yeah. haven't seen that really yet. Not much or at all in the M1, so we'll see if that. Yeah, there here. was the origin in the original release of the M1s. You got in the Mac Mini and in the 13-inch Pro, they they had fans so they could stay at the max speed for a little longer if you had a really long job. <laughs> but you didn't really see any benchmarks because benchmarks tend to be so short, unless you just do a, like a big old rendering job or something. Apple doesn't obviously don't they don't say what the what the uh, the gigahertz or whatever it is of yeah, the chip is. they never say the clock speeds. So this 12-core iMac Pro, uh, Apple's probably going to offer, what, maybe three configurations of this iMac Pro. So this 12-core could be on the high end? Yeah, or it could just be a just be a BTO, B, yeah, BTO, a BTO option right. where you, yeah. you just have to spend right. a bunch of money to, to get it. That would cut down on the amount that they need to make, I'm sure. Already, the difference between the Pro and the Max is just the GPU. Right. The CPU parts are the same. So Except I'm, for the, the low-end MacBook Pro has... Uh, yeah, there's always that low-end Pro right. that there was on the M1 where they just disable a couple cores. But other than that, it's the GPU is the difference. And I'm, I'm wondering if... This is going to be the same way. It's going to be. It's it's still going to be. It's going to be twelve in all of them except for the lowest entry level like thing Maybe. or something disabled, and then the GPU is still a Pro and a Max. I don't know what they're going to call them though. If it's got more CPU cores, they're going to. They're not just going to call it M1 Pro and M1 Mac with more cores, are they? I guess they could. They they did that. They've been doing that already. Yeah. I mean, the so M1 has one has seven GPU cores, one has eight GPU cores. Yeah. The M1 Pro one has eight, one has ten. I mean, they. They do it already. Yeah. So that's, I, I, I guess they'll just keep doing that. The M1 Max Max? <laughs> right. Or Max with two X's? Uh, Samsung would do that. I can't see Apple adding an extra X. <laughs> no. No, it'll just be, yeah, it'll be M1 Max and then like. Yeah, an M1 Pro. A, t- a 10 core, a 12 yeah, core. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I said, it'll be prohibitively expensive anyway. Yeah. Based on the pricing of the M1 Max on the laptops, it's going to be like five or $6,000 for an iMac, 27 inch yeah. iMac with that chip. So, uh, yeah, especially if they're doing the HDR display that they're yeah. talking the mini LED display. It'd be really nice if you could get a, a good configuration of one for under $3,000 that, that, you know, had a good amount of storage and a yeah. chip and stuff like that that's but you can with the, the, the current 27 inch i think you, you can get a relatively decent 5k version for about 25 2800 bucks so yeah hopefully. yeah there's a, it's weird because is this really a replacement for the 27 inch intel yeah one, I guess or is this a replacement for the imac pro well, it which sounds like both super expensive All right so where do you price it like where are the what is their pricing guidance for this? So right now the the twenty seven inch iMac because I haven't looked at this in forever. It starts at eighteen hundred. Right. I think that's gone. It's at least two grand. And yeah, and on, that's not a good configuration. That's right that's based configuration on the fourteen inch uh, MacBook. Just don't even waste your time. Just get you know spend the, the three or four hundred bucks and get the the next level. Or the 24-inch iMac. Any of the entry-level ones, unless you're really strapped, we would recommend you know, going to that middle tier at least. So now you're looking at uh, the middle tier here is, well, they say $22.99, but that's basically, so that's a 3.3 gig versus 3.8 gig uh, processor with all the same stuff otherwise. Yeah, and, and is that 
only SSD, or is that with the high, the Fusion yeah, Drive? Yeah, they don't do that. On they don't do the Fusion, the Fusion Drive. Was on the lower end, so yeah, yeah. this is all SSD, and uh, the graphics card is a little bit different. The Radeon Pro fifty three hundred, Radeon Pro fifty five hundred. So you know, this is probably going to start. Where does the M one? Where's the twenty four inch IMAX start? Well, they have that twelve ninety nine model, but again, yeah, that's you want to get the fourteen ninety nine model. Yeah, that's the one that cuts all those corners. This is probably going to be like there's an eighteen ninety nine, but it's not good, and you need at least the nineteen, the nineteen or twenty one ninety nine kind of mm-hmm. thing. And you could very quickly end up spending three or four grand. Yeah, just like the MacBook Pro. But the MacBook Pro, if you get the the base sixteen, that's fantastic. Like it doesn't yeah. skimp on anything, and that's I think twenty five. So I think for three thousand dollars, you'll get a really good twenty seven inch uh, uh, iMac uh, M one, whatever they call it, iMac Pro. But it, it sounds like based on all these rumors, like not just this uh, Dylan DKT rumor, it, also German and and other ones that they're replacing everything. So you're going to have the iMac, the twenty seven inch iMac, and then at the top end, whether they call it that or not, is going to be what's equivalent to the iMac Pro that they discontinued last year. Yes. Yeah, I don't I don't think they're going to make another separate iMac Pro. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah. I mean, that was basically an iMac anyway just in, in space gray. So, I assume they'll probably you could have, have a, you could get a lot of cores. Options. You could get a um you could get they were the they were those workstation Intel chips where you could get like 18 core chips and stuff. So, mm-hmm. you could configure it really much much more powerful than the other iMacs. Uh, right. The iMac Pro was kind of it was never really officially it was sort of a stopgap between yeah, the developments it was, of the Mac Pro. Exactly. Yeah, it was it was a mea culpa of sorts because they they knew yeah. that the, the Mac Pro wasn't coming out for another yeah they were like, like six months or a year we forgot yeah. about yeah. pros yeah. yeah and it you know it got it got good good marks people liked it but it was expensive and it was clearly a, a transitional machine I don't th- I don't think they ever updated. Well, there was a, there was a, um, I think there was an incremental update. Was there? Okay. It was a really minor thing, yeah. So the the listing for the iMac Pro, 3.3 gigahertz, six core processor with turbo boost up to 4.8 gigahertz. I mean, it's like, it's so much easier when it'll just say M1 Max. <laughs> like, it'll just be so much friendlier for people to buy. I'm curious if they'll do all the colors. Their pros are usually silver and space gray, and then the consumer stuff is the colory stuff. Yeah. So my guess is- I wonder is, if they'll just do silver. I, wonder, I hope they do space gray. I'd like it. Yeah, I'd like I want them to do black. Just give me a matte black. Yeah, I know it's hard to do the aluminum in matte black or some for some reason, but I don't care. Figure it out, Apple. <laughs> I don't want it to There's not even a black uh, 24 inch iMac. It's just the no. silver. No, because it's it's the the coloring's in the anonized, anonized aluminum. It's not like paint, mm-hmm. you know. So it's not easy. I mean, you can always just buy a skin. Yeah, I think they didn't they sell a black MacBook once. For a while. Uh, back when they were plastic and stuff. Yeah. Back, yeah. back before they were all aluminum bodies. Yeah. And then that, that went away. Yeah. Black, black would be awesome. But uh, Space Gray is cool too. I would, uh, they haven't, the only Space Gray iMac they ever sold was the. Wh- which Space Gray? I- iMac Pro. Yeah. Well, the iMac Pro Space Gray, that darker <laughs> Space Gray. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. They have different shades of Space Gray. Yeah. There's like eight different shades. <laughs> I know. It's funny. Uh, so we have iMac Pro. There was also rumors about a Mac Mini. Uh, which I think it seems, if I remember correctly, Dylan KT said that um, it would probably fit more of the mold of the 14 and 16 inch MacBook Pro yeah. mm-hmm. in terms of its processor allocation. Yeah, it makes sense. M1 Pro, M1 Max. There, there were, we had these rumors of a, of a new case design for that for a while yep. now. 
Yeah. Maybe yeah, and the power connector was going to be similar to what you get on the 24-inch I mean, iMac, that like right. round electromagnetically attached thing and stuff and more ports and it needs that um we we thought maybe we would get it late last year but it never appeared so we well we haven't gotten a new a new mac mini since december of 2019 2020 2020 when the m1 yeah when they first it was just a processor swap in fact you open that case and it's it's empty room and stuff it's it's so weird yeah so the rumor is that it's it's uh thinner um more ports that like jason said the imac cable Maybe uh, they were saying maybe two tones, so like silver on the bottom and space gray at the top, or, or white on the top, something. Mm-hmm. So that could be coming um, as well. And then on the high end, we haven't heard anything new about the Mac Pro, but just to kind of give everybody a sense of where it fits in terms of the line, the the, the rumors have been that it's going to be a twenty or forty core processor with a possible. I forget how what was it sixty four and one twenty eight core GPU is that correct? Uh, something uh, mammoth like that. Yeah, something like that. And yeah. it yeah, we talked about it uh, last year on the podcast, but we don't. It seems unreasonable that this would be one chip that's enormous because the M one Pro and Max are already straining the size of what you could reasonably manufacture and not have an an incredible failure rate. It's going to be something where there's like two chips with some sort of high-speed bridge or bus between them that let them cross-communicate and stuff, as as is common in server blades and stuff like that, where they have special CPUs and special sockets, and they talk to each other, and they can read each other's memory and stuff like that. I think it's going to be something like that. Yeah, that would be sense. awesome. I mean, yeah, that yeah. that would be such a kick in the teeth to so many other workstations because they'd be able to make that thing small and quiet. Mm-hmm. Like for for a super high end workstation, it would be insanely fast, especially if each chip has that sort of double sized encoder block that they have on the M1 Pro and Max, you know, or just the Max, the M1 Max. Um, everything like that thing would just tear through video projects and stuff yeah. it'd be ridiculous yeah i mean we talked about this last year but you, you you might most likely lose the expansion or at least the internal expansion mm-hmm. but what apple can deliver in speed and is just like bonkers yeah i really wonder if there'll be any expansion stuff at all i mean i certainly seeming like not it just seems like a lot of effort for not a lot of payoff, especially when you know you load it up with Thunderbolt ports and you don't really need internal expansion. And uh, things like par- part of what makes these M1 series chips so fast is having memory that is on package with a really wide, super wide bus and everything. And you can't have memory sticks that you can slot in and add more and stuff on a bus that wide. They, they, right. The architecture doesn't support it. The latency is bad. The, I mean, there's just a host of issues there. I don't think it's going to have expandable memory. Mm-mm. There might be a couple of PCIe by four spots for things like like uh, interface cards and stuff, but that's maybe it. Definitely not going to be like, like a GPU or memory or no. yeah. what. I mean, maybe like audio or something like that, but... Even that, you can just now just mm-hmm. use an external one. With, with, uh, Storage is, is an, an iffy one for me, too. Um, there's very... The storage that Apple uses, is, as far as I know, I mean, it's on the board. It's soldered in on the board, but it's just a connection to a 
PCIe Gen 3, mm-hmm. you know, connection to and think so having the type of like M.2 SSD that you see in high end PCs and stuff like that, that goes really fast. They might be able to do something like that. Yep. Like just have the hard drive replaceable. Yeah. Yeah. And not give up all the performance in the world. So to kind of cap off our uh, processor discussion, uh, our sister publication, PC World, uh, posted some benchmarks of the new Alder Lake processor. The They tested a... Um, this is what Intel calls its 12th gen stuff. And, and the, the products, being able to buy one of these products will happen within the next couple months, I think. This is a, this was a preview um, on PC World and the, the shipping systems are coming soon. Yeah. It's a 14-core uh, Core i9 uh, that was in an MSI GE76 Raider. It's a gaming laptop, 17-inch gaming laptop. Mm-hmm. It has a separate uh, GPU. Yeah, it has a separate GPU. That GPU is a uh, GeForce RTX 3080 Ti. Yeah, mm-hmm. really high end. Pretty, yeah, it's a really high end card. Very it, it's, it's a gaming, like I said, it's a gaming laptop. Mm-hmm. Uh, it weighs about thirty pounds. <laughs> yeah, it is a big honking. This is not some gaming yeah. laptops are kind of like thin, and that's their thing. This is not one of those. <laughs> yeah. And just taking an initial look at some of the benchmarks, so they did. They ran a Geekbench. Uh, test. It's a little tricky because a lot of benchmarks aren't native to Apple Silicon yet. Yeah. A lot of benchmarks aren't available for Apple Silicon. So the the number uh, benchmark tests that you can run and compare the results are are few and far between. And one of them is Geekbench. And the Geekbench score for the 14 core Core i9 is, if my math is correct, five percent faster than the M1 Max, the okay. one with the 32 core GPU, five percent is yeah. That's it's academic. not a, yeah. it's academic. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, the Intel chip's an impressive chip, but also and it's fast. It's a lot faster than its previous generations. Uh, and this was but, the you know, Geekbench uh, regular CPU score, not the metal thing. So really, the the Pro would perform the same. Because it's just a GPU difference, really. PC World didn't actually do a metal test because why would they? Yeah. Metal is a yeah. Mac thing. Well, it's, so. it does use this OpenCL on the thing. Right. But, but my point is the GPU doesn't matter. The Pro and the Macs would score the same in the test that they ran. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's just an initial look at that. Um, we'll take a deeper look at that and. Uh, I mean, the bottom line is here, Apple just kind of, you know, there was that joke that Apple's not going to just walk in and, you know, take over the industry. And well, you know, they just like with iPhone, they they waited till they had what they had and they walked in and, you know, showed them how it was done. (laughs) The um, uh, that was the closest result. They, They ran some stuff like Cinebench and stuff like that, where the Core i9, like in a single core situation was something like 15 to 20 percent faster um and and in multi-core a little more than that but then again it's got more cores um the big question mark here is power like the our our benchmarks are all running on laptops that get incredible battery life from relatively thin (laughs) and light laptops 
and this is a big old gaming laptop. Even in Apple's slide, I mean, Apple, Intel's slide where they announced this chip at CES, they had one of those graphs where they show power and performance compared to competitors, and it started off being a little bit faster than the M1 Max. It got considerably faster, but that that arc of performance extended way out into a much, much higher power utilization. So I think what we're likely to see in most systems from this is that they're, that use the high end of these Alder Lake 12th gen Intel chips is that they're a bit faster than Apple Silicon until the M2 comes out or whatever, but use a lot more power. Like if you overclocked uh, an M1 somehow a lot, you would get the you'd, you'd be in that same ballpark of like yeah, twenty percent faster and uses fifty percent more power. Yeah, uh, it should be noted as well that this laptop costs four thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's got a bunch of other reasons it does, but yeah, yeah, I mean it's uh, got well, a GeForce thirty eighty Ti yeah, yeah, laptop chip alone adds a thousand dollars. Yeah. It only has a uh, 1920 by 1080 screen, however, though, which is... Yeah, it's a, is that 240 hertz or something? I 360, think. yeah. Oh, wow, 360. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, very fast. If you think ProMotion is special. Three, ti- <laughs> three times for ProMotion. Three times ProMotion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pro, pro, ProMotion. <laughs> ProMotion X. But, ProMotion I mean, the, the, the point is, like, this is the premier 12th gen laptop this is yeah. it this is yeah the this top, is its top top of the, the line top performance you're gonna see out of right. this and we're comparing it against our benchmarks assuming roman that's what you were using the, the model we tested yeah was um was it an, we, we had a was it, an, it was an m1 pro right we so had a 14 inch yes Yes, we had our yes. M1 Pro. It's a ten core with a sixteen core GPU. We did have Geekbench numbers for the thirty two core M1 Max. Okay, uh, but we only had Geekbench. We don't have Cinebench on that particular. Okay, uh, and processor. for the benchmarks we're talking about here that Gordon ran, it wouldn't make a difference because the CPUs right. are the same. Right, that's true. Right, that's true. Right. Graphics, right. GPU. That's, that's right. Yeah. Right, right. But for people who say you know Apple's products are prohibitively expensive, sure. There are, there are a lot, but you can get comparable PC stuff. Oh, for sure. And um, we don't have... One of the things I'm really interested to see is how the graphics performance compares between Alder Lake's processors that have integrated GPUs. And, I mean, because you're not going to compare a 3080 Ti that on its own uses 150 watts to the, the graphics built into an M1 Max, but what is Intel's integrated graphics compared to Apple's? And I don't think that's going to be close. It's just hard to do those comparisons because there's just not a lot of native Mac 3D real-time things. There's there's a lot of stuff that uses the GPU for video encoding and machine learning and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, games and other real-time 3D stuff that's at, at the high end, there's not as much. Well, that does it for this episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 777. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. And thanks to the audience. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe to the Macworld Podcast in the podcast app on Spotify or through any other podcast app. 
If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest in the world of Apple. See you next time.